What's better than a regular happy hour? How about an ultimate happy hour for moms? Martini Mamas podcast is a weekly hangout for modern mamas to discuss mamahood, work-life balance, blended families, and self-care. So whether you're looking for advice, community, or a new bestie, you are in the right place. Cheers. Hey, mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Martini Mamas podcast, a podcast for moms who know that self-care is essential and enjoying a well-deserved cocktail is always a good idea. I'm your host, Rika. And today we're going to be diving into a topic that hits close to home for me and maybe you too. And that is, are your kids entitled, spoiled, or baby, are you just triggered? Let's get into it. So I'm just going to go ahead and be transparent right now. These kids are trying. Do you understand? Like, and I think, I hope I'm not alone when I say this. I think we've all experienced those moments when our kids show this like entitled behavior. And if I'm being honest, it's like, how dare you? I mean, what? Why? And what planet did you come from? It's this expectation of me always having to say yes. And I really find myself like, no, like I want to just say no to everything. And in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I'm being triggered. And why am I being triggered? Can I just have a moment, y'all? Can I just go ahead and let this thing all the way out? Thank you. This This is what really brought on this conversation. My son comes to me and he goes, hey, I want to know, can I go over my friend's house to do my project, right? Now, this is the first time that I'm hearing of this so-called project. And I'm like, well, when does the project do? I just start asking all the questions. This is a Monday. The project is due Thursday. He's asking to go to his friend's house on a Tuesday. And so I'm like, well, what is the project? It's a history project. He gives me the deadline. I'm like, well, let me see the outline. He said, it's a group project. That's why he has to go over to the the other kid's house. And so as we go through all of this, everything, I'm like, when were you assigned this project? He goes, like two weeks ago. And I'm like, so you're just now deciding to do this project now? Like, absolutely not. Like, the answer is no. So he's looking at me like, I can't believe you're telling me no, that I can't go to my friend's house to do this project that's due on Thursday. And I'm looking at him like, y'all don't have a title for the project. Y'all don't know who's doing what in the project. Y'all have not did anything. So I was like, well, if he gave it to you two weeks ago, has he been giving you time to complete this project in class? And he's like, Yes. So I was like, so in two weeks, y'all have done nothing. So I was like, well, what are you in class doing? Which then goes back to why you ain't got no data on your phone. Hello? Like you over your data. Anyways, y'all, it just got to the point where I'm looking at this dude like, are you kidding me? He's looking at me like, are you kidding me? Long story short, I made the boy map out a plan, y'all. I'm like, this is what you're going to do. You're going to do A, B, C, D part of this project. And then you're going to turn it over to your friends and you're going to let them finish whatever they need to finish on their part of the project. And I said, and at this point right now, 
I don't care how late you have to stay up, you're going to complete this. So he sits down at the table, guys, and I walk away and, you know, hour pass and I'll come back and he's just kind of like going through the motions, but he's still not doing anything. I'm like looking at him. I'm like, what is the problem? He's like, I just think it's unfair that you're making me do this. I'm like, you think that it's unfair for me as your mom, as your parent to make you complete a project that's due? Y'all, this thing took me to 10. I'm sitting up there trying to put on my gentle parenting hat. I'm trying to step into his shoes, but I am burning up on the inside, y'all. I'm trying not to yell. I really, I will, man, I'm really trying to hold it together. And so then I had to explain to him right there in that moment. I said, you think it's unfair because I'm holding you accountable. Son, that is called parenting. And it was just like nothing would click. He got that thing done. I fell asleep. It's like 12 o'clock. I'm jumping up to see like, are you done yet? Are you done yet? He finally gets done. I, let me tell y'all, let me back this up a little bit. I did have to even go to the store and buy the poster board that was needed to complete the project. I had to do that. And then come home because it was my day to cook dinner. So it was like all of these things building up. And y'all, the next day he comes home, he's like, thanks, mom. I finished my part of the project. I handed it over to old girl. Um, I even talked to my history teacher. He he saw the part that I did. And, you know, it will get graded accordingly, you know, even if they don't do their part. And I'm like, good, because that's how group projects work. But then after this, situation was all said and done, y'all. I had to really sit down and look at my feelings and, and, and think about like why I was so triggered. And I think I was so triggered because it is this expectation of just parents saying yes because they asked. And it's like, no, I'm not just going to say yes because you asked. I don't care how respectfully you ask. I don't care if you got the details, the address to their house or whatever answer is no especially when like how are you going to go over there at you get out of school at four o'clock so you're going to go over there to what time nine o'clock to try to complete a project that y'all it just wasn't making sense it's like y'all think y'all gonna do this in one day when he gave y'all two weeks to do it no thank y'all for letting me get that off my chest but I hope like can y'all really just understand like where I was in that moment, oh my gosh, took me, like took me to 10. But it had me thinking that, you know, with various different parenting styles and expectations, it is natural for us to raise our kids based on, I hate to say it, the traumas and behaviors that we experienced in our own childhood. And sometimes our reactions might be more of our own triggers than about what the kids are doing that show them to be entitled or spoiled, right? Like, I believe that that entitled behavior really stems from a source of just societal, you know, influences, lack of boundaries. And sometimes it can be inconsistencies in our parenting, like one, you know, one day we on, one day we off. 
And I think we just have to make sure that instead of just labeling it what it is, is to like step back and make these moments become like teachable moments for our children and and be able to show them empathy as well as, you know, discipline them in that moment. And I think if we had more open and honest conversations with them about entitlement and privilege and the importance of gratitude, a lot of that would lessen. And so that's what I find myself doing now is just really saying, hey, you know, your phone is a privilege. Like you are not entitled to have a phone. That is something I give you because of A, B, and C. And just letting them know like, hey, this is not the standard. And sometimes it comes to um, the point where I just have to take away the distraction. Like, okay, go ahead and put the phone on a banister so you can take care of A, B, and C. And it, if you do this, try this. Try, if there's a distraction and you know what the distraction is, whether it be the TV, whether it be the cell phone, whatever, take it away and see how much they get done. See where their focus returned and then bring it back up to them. Not like, hey, I took your phone. Now you're more productive. But more in the sense of like, man, you accomplished so much with your phone being out of the way. Like bring it to bring it to mind. And I've done that a few times. And even the kids, sometimes afterwards, they'll come like, man, I didn't know how much I was, you know, distracted by my phone. And I'm just sitting there with the look, y'all, you know, the look like, mm-hmm. I mean, for real. I think as modern moms, we're doing more gentle parenting. And with this emphasis on connection and helping them navigate these moments to be life moments. And it also reminds us to teach our kids empathy and to be compassionate and also about boundaries and nurturing those boundaries. But baby, it ain't easy. It is definitely not not easy. I was literally talking to my husband about how I grew up and there wasn't anyone who showed up for me in the important moments of my childhood. And now I look at myself as a mom and what that has made me do is show up for everything for my kids, you know, and, and feel bad when I don't show up, right? Now, Y'all, I'm the type of person that just wants to be in the crowd for that support because I know what it feels like not to have someone there. My daughter had a like a little spring concert. Well, with everything going on in the schools, they start locking the doors. Well, they locked some of the parents out. And so me and another group of parents, you know, we weren't able to get into the cafeteria to see them play. So I missed her playing. Child had the biggest attitude. And I I could have gotten an attitude back. Like, girl, did you know that I was standing on something waiting for you? Got this baby in the heat. You know, like I could have made it all these things, but I know how disappointed she was. And so I wanted to come back and just let her know, like, yo, your feelings are valid. However, you don't have to be nasty towards me. You can show me a little bit empathy. 
and, you know, just really was breaking that situation down to her. And I mean, I walked up in that thing. She wouldn't even make contact with me, y'all. Said, oh, oh, she, oh, she, she and her feelings for real. Meanwhile, y'all know, uh, little Ava, she up there like that. Sassy. I mean, she her biggest fan out there in the crowd. She don't care if she playing or not. She just see her sister. But afterwards, you know, as we were talking and I was explaining to her like, hey, I understand how you felt, but this is what happened. I know that you're you also are disappointed. Again, that doesn't give you the right to treat me or anybody else like this. This gave me an opportunity to, you know, really recognize her emotions, but also modeling empathy. Right. It's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to like model it. I have to learn to give myself grace. And I'm going to say that to you, you guys as well. You have to learn to give yourself grace in those moments because in the inside, I was beating myself up. Oh, I should have left earlier. Oh, I should have just, you know, when I dropped her off, I should have just parked the car and came or, oh, you know, so all of these things I was beating myself up and I'm just like, no, I can't do that. I have to give myself grace because I'm only one person and and learning and just being honest with the kids that shoot, I'm growing just alongside of y'all in this motherhood thing. I think we have this notion that because we're mothers that we have it all together and we have all the answers and that could be further from the truth. I'm even telling my teenagers that like, hey, you might have to go talk to a counselor you know, talking to a counselor is not bad. It's just that sometimes moms, we want to fix it. And sometimes it's not a fixable moment. Sometimes it is a moment for just to hear them out, air it out and just guide them. But as a fixer, we find ourselves in these situations where we just want to take over and make it better. And we can't instantly make it better in certain situations. And so I'm learning to, you know, let that that ego, that mom ego go away and say, nope, if I ain't got it, I, you know, pass the ball to my husband. Maybe, you know, he's a guy, talk to him about it. And if it's something big, hey, let's just make an appointment and just, you know, get you in and, and you know, talk to your counselor. Those are some things that I think we have to take advantage of in this gentle parenting space. Really, when we find ourselves, you know, in these moments of entitlement, but just recognize their emotions. And I think that is just knowing the power of self-reflection, taking really the time to explore what's triggering me, because honestly, it brings up some of those traumas of me being a kid. And, you know, maybe I'm responding to the trauma and not to my kids. So the biggest thing that I'm learning is that gentle parenting reminds us to focus on progress and not perfection as it relates to our kids growing up and finding ourselves in these like entitled, privileged, spoiled moments. It's about also about finding moments for self-care and processing my own feelings and seeking support when I need it. And I think that is equally as important as the support that we give our kids. So often we are 
quarantining to them and making sure that they're good mentally, physically, you know, spiritually, all of these things. But we also have to make sure and take time to nurture ourselves. And maybe that is connecting with other mamas who, you know, understand our experiences, who are like one step ahead of us and can be like, girl, been through that. Here's some stuff how I handled it. And just and and with a sound mind making a decision. But also just so that we know that girl, you ain't going crazy. We are all experiencing the same thing. But I always have to remember to celebrate their wins and my wins on this motherhood journey. Recognizing and acknowledging growth um, in their behaviors and recognizing the growth in me. Because you know, man, sometimes where I would just spaz out, but now I'm focusing on just slowing down my emotions and just being present in that moment and just try to focus like, okay, is this really something I need to be spazzing out about? Or is this kid just being a kid? And half the time, their maturity level, is just a kid being a kid. Some of the things that they did, we did as kids too. That's why they can't, you know, pull the wool over our eyes like, no, 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 no. Each year at the beginning of the school year, finding an area that I want to groom my kids in, whether it is their confidence or their mental believing that they are enough, their decisiveness, maybe you know, like my oldest, he's in college, huge overthinker. So now I'm trying to pull him back to not overthink so much empathy. Like there's just different areas that, you know, I try to sit down like, okay, we're going to work on that this year. As I'm going throughout the year and I find these moments where it's, you know, and when there is growth in it, I'm, I make sure to say it. So as we wrap up this conversation today, I just want you guys to remember our triggers and how we process feelings are essential to how we gentle parent. Let's not forget the significance of self-care to help us not spaz out, to help us have the patience when those challenging moments and situations happen and to help us practice empathy. Because one thing is for sure, when we are empty, we are irritable. We don't have the patience and we simply don't want to be bothered. So make sure that we're taking the time so that we can respond with love and instead of out of just, you know, triggers and traumas. Well, that is the end of today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. If we're not connected on Instagram, which is my favorite place to hang out, be sure to stop by and say hi at Martini Mama's podcast. Also, If you haven't done so, please follow, rate, and review us. Higher ratings and higher reviews mean more dope moms can find us. And I keep bringing you fresh mom content that matters. Until next Thursday, be blessed.